1: It's The Last Stand Podcast, and here's your host, Brian Custer. That's right, The Last Stand, where we bring you the biggest names in sports and entertainment. I am Brian Custer, and our guest today comes from the sport of boxing, and he is considered by many the new rising star of the sport. Unbeaten, he's knocked out just about everyone he's faced. He's none other than Jerron Boots Ennis, the pride of Philadelphia. Boots, welcome to The Last Stand.
0: What's up, man? How you doing, man?
1: <laughs> it's great to have you on the show here. And listen, uh, how different has it been for you training for your upcoming fight um, compared to, let's say, fights in the past in light of this pandemic?
0: Uh, well, when the uh, pandemic first started, it was just me training at my dad house and me and my dad just training together at, at the house and stuff and, uh, just running. And that was about it. And once I had to start camp and stuff for the fight, uh, we, uh, cleaned the the gym out, uh, real, real nice and well. And now I do camp basically by myself. It just be me and my dad and my trainers. And that's it. So it's a little different.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, um, how How much different compared to a regular camp have you had to especially in life of trying to be cautious and and be safe
0: uh it's just it's just l- uh less people around me and like I said it's me and my dad and my trainers and that's it and the, the two sparring partners that I have for this fight, and that's basically it so so it's only it's just less less people around me and not as much of a crowd and It's like more focused and more locked in basically.
1: Now now you've seen uh, since boxing has come back and the sport has come back that the pandemic has caused even some of the top guys uh, in the sport. Some have missed weight. Uh, others have, have been upset. Any concerns does Boost Ennis have in your return to the ring?
0: Um, I have no no concerns. It's just me. This is going to be another day in the office. I feel like with the new crowd, it's going to be worse than uh, like with, with the crowd, especially for guys that don't, that don't know how to fight without a crowd, like they need the crowd to hype them up and get them like riled up to fight. I feel like it's gonna be worse for those guys. Luckily with me, I don't care if it's a crowd. I can, I'll fight this guy in his backyard, in his living room, anywhere. So that's the difference between me and these other fighters, so.
1: What about the making weight issue? You know, my weight, perfect right now. Our
0: weight is right to the tee, right where I want. And we, we definitely coming ready and on point. <laughs>
1: Uh talk to me about your opponent because you'll be facing Juan Carlos Abreu. Uh what should we expect uh when we see Boots Ennis and Abreu in the ring?
0: Um on September 19th, you're gonna see me just being smart, sharp, uh breaking behind my jab and, and, and doing different things. It's having having my fun like like how I used to. So I can't wait.
1: What do you know about Juan Carlos Obreu? Uh, What does he bring to the table that you've been training for specifically for him?
0: Uh, I'm not not too sure. Uh, I don't train one way for nobody because you never know what the other guy is going to bring. So you could train, for example, my last fight. We all, everybody knew that guy was going to come forward. We knew that. But just in case we had some guys that in my camp, like, so they can box. Cause you never know uh, what what fighters is going to bring. They, they they might switch their whole game plan up. So, like I said, I work, I train all around the board, and I just won't wait for one fighter.
1: What What about what do you think is is this fight for you on the pecking order to where you're trying to go?
0: Um, it's, it's another step towards me being like the number one contender and being in that being where I want to be, having having that world title around my waist. So
1: I I know I'm gonna ask you a question. I think a lot of people in boxing ask me to ask you, and that is, when will we see Boots Ennis in a step up fight? Um,
0: as everybody can see, it's not my fault. We trying to we trying to get these top guys to, to step up fights, and from from what I from what I'm hearing and what I'm what I'm seeing, these guys don't want to get in the ring or they're asking for a bunch of money. But right now, I, all I can do is just keep winning, keep bettering myself, keep, keep getting better and better. And then the day, when the day comes for me to have my world title shot, I'll be sharp, on point, focused, ready, mentally and physically, and, and have that world title around my waist.
1: You know, you remind me of when a very young Errol Spence, and I remember when he was your age and coming up, I mean, he he looked like the truth, just like his moniker, and yet no one at the top of the welterweight division wanted to fight him at Mm -hmm. all at that time. Um, Do you believe that you're at that point where it's, you know, you're young, you're hungry, you're skilled, but none of the top guys want to fight you?
0: Yeah, I'm at that point. uh, I'm going to say for like the last two years, we've been trying to get these guys – Undefeated guys, uh, step up fights, uh, former world champions, all that stuff. And the last two years have been hard. That's why I've been having to fight guys like how my my last fight and stuff like that. But and, like I said before, there's nothing I can do. All I gotta do is just keep winning, keep staying focused, keep being sharp, keep getting better and better each and every day. And my time gonna come. I'm I'm, I'm young. I'm only twenty twenty three years old. So <laughs> it's only gonna get worse. The longer they wait, the worse it's going to get for them. So that's it.
1: You know, and, and you hit on something, uh too, I was going to ask you. Because you are so young, right. but yet you are so skilled, do you believe that you, you've you now fallen into that category that you always hear the top guy say, why should I fight him? That's high risk, low reward so, for me.
0: Yeah, I, a, lot, a lot of fighters have been saying that, and I feel like – it's, I don't know, it's, just, it's, it's crazy, but I feel like I'm going to be they, they last resort. It, it's it's going to have to be t- to a point where I'm going to have to be they mandatory and have to, they have, have to uh, be forced to fight me. That's the only way, but I just like I said, just stay focused, and it, my time is going to come. It's really no rush. I just want to keep bettering myself, being smart and, and sharp and getting better and better each and every day.
1: You know, we had uh, Tank Davis. Uh, on the show we had Danny Garcia on the show and I asked them both the same question who is the next young star of boxing both of them mentioned your name so um let me ask you why is Boots Ennis the next big star of boxing um because um,
0: I'm, I'm- I'm all I'm an all-around fighter. I I give uh hand speed, power, slickness, defense, uh, accuracy. I can fight on the inside. I'm I'm they say I'm big for the weight class, but I really don't think so. But I can fight on the inside. I can box, I can do it all. I, I feel like I have everything. I'm excited. The fan, I'm like fan friendly, so whatever, whatever the way whatever way they want it, they can get it. So <laughs> that's how I feel.
1: <laughs> you know your father uh, obviously, your trainer, he was a fighter. Your brothers, they were fighters. Uh, did you even have a choice growing up? I mean, did you have to um, become a boxer?
0: Um, like like my dad always said, he say, uh, I'm going to teach my kids how to fight. They don't have the boxes. It's, it's up to them. Like, I used to play basketball. I used to box and play basketball at the same time. And at a point in time, I would fight like thir- 12 or 13. And I, basketball wasn't fun for me as it was, as boxing was for me. So. I just like me, I'm done with basketball. I'm gonna just keep boxing and ever since boxing is still fun to me to this day. So like
1: You, know. you come from Philly. Uh, you're a Philly fighter. What is? We always hear how Philly is such a fighting city. What is a Philly fighter?
0: Uh, a Philly fighter is uh, a Philly fighter is a fighter that has heart, uh, determined to win,
1: always find a way to win, and they're tough as We hear that a lot. And, you know, I also hear a lot of people say that Philly is so tough that when you guys get into the ring, that's the easy part because the sparring that you guys have and some of the sparring matches you have in Philly are the epic matches. Give me a sense of what that's like when you spar in Philly against some of these guys because I always hear that, yo, you ought to come to Philly and watch these guys spar because they said that's what should be on television. Yeah, yeah,
0: Philly definitely got we have the uh, the best work around. We everybody's uh, like iron sharper iron, like they say, and everybody like wants to help each other get better, sharper. So definitely, definitely great work in Philly.
1: As great as a fighting city as Philadelphia is, why currently are there no world champions from Philadelphia? Um, why currently? Um, right now it's.
0: I mean, things, you know, things happen with a few fighters, but they're going to definitely get back and be world champion. I feel like within the next six to 12 months, Philly will at least have three to four world champions.
1: Wow. Uh, that's that's strong. Uh, since there are levels to boxing, you always hear that, that term. Do you mm-hmm. believe that Boots Ennis is at the elite level when you talk about the welterweight division or and I'm talking about the ready to take on the Sean Porter's, the Keith Thurman's, the Bud Crawford's, the Errol Spence, uh, the Danny Garcia's of the world. Uh, most definitely. I, like
0: I, have been said, I, I was ready two years ago. And as of right now, we still developing again faster stronger. And like I said before, it's only, it's going to, it's going to be on them if they want to keep waiting around and let me get Older, faster, and stronger, and more wiser. That's what I knew. But definitely, I definitely, it's definitely, it's coming. It's coming.
1: Um, And I'd like to add. Every time we have a fighter on, I always ask. Like to ask them this: Put your management aside. Mm -hmm. If it was up to Boots Ennis, what would be your next three fights?
0: My next three fights. Um. All the world champions, uh, Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford, Pacquiao. Who else got the belt?
1: That's it.
0: (laughs) Everybody, all the three guys that got the belts.
1: That's it. (laughs) You know, you told the boxing scene that you would beat Errol Spence and Bud Crawford. Spence, because you said the car accident, you you don't think you would get the the credit that you deserve. And with Mm -hmm. Bud Crawford, you would outthink him with your tricks in the ring. Um, you really believe that, or is that is that boots no, getting some some attention? No,
0: I definitely believe that one hundred percent. When don't nobody understand what they don't understand is when you the better the fighter is, the better I'm gonna be, and the smart I'm gonna be. So when I fight those, if I, if I ever get a chance to fight those two guys, it, you definitely gonna see a whole totally different boots. Y'all gonna be like, man, this kid. He he looked way different, sharper, smarter, on point. Everything gonna be right there where I want it. So when my, when the time comes, y'all, y'all gonna see.
1: <laughs> uh, talk to me about the welterweight division. Uh, in, in your opinion, who is the best fighter at one forty seven? Uh, me. Wow, wow. I mean, there's, but Crawford, champion, Errol Smith. Unified champion. You talked about Manny Pacquiao. You you seriously believe that?
0: Yeah, they, they definitely are great fighters. You know, I don't knock nobody. I never call nobody bums or none of that stuff. Uh, but I, I definitely think I'm the best, uh, a 147-pounder right now. Um, like I said, I'm skilled all the way around. I have every all the tools, everything. Whatever you need, I got it. Whatever, whatever way you want me to fight, I can fight it. So I feel like I'm I'm all – like I'm – 100%
1: different from other fighters, like, and I'm not one dimension. What would you, and I'm sure you've kind of played some of these things out in your mind. Errol Spence is a big 147 pounder. What kind of fight would that be like, you and Errol Spence?
0: Um, Just, like I said before, me being smart, sharp, uh, using my jab, going to his body, uh, and, and coming, coming, coming out with the win, being victorious. You know, smart, sharp, having having my fun and bring out them baggy tricks. Uh
1: what kind of fight would it would it be like Boots this and Bud Crawford?
0: Uh same thing being being smart, sharp, being on point, having having that defense right, sharp, and uh going into that bag of tricks, out thinking both guys, Earl Smith and Terrence Crawford, and just like I said, having my fun and making it as easy as possible for myself.
1: Uh lastly Danny Garcia, I mean, that'd be Philly versus Philly. You're right. <laughs> what kind of fight would that be like? Uh, definitely just
0: every fight, when, you, when you're in that elite level, everything gotta be sharp, smart, and on point. So I'm gonna stick with the same thing, sharp, smart, and on point, had that defense right, and me touching that body, slow, slowing the, uh, Danny Garcia down and Earl Spence and Bud Crawford, all those guys, being sharp going in that bag of tricks, as always, me having my fun, making it easy for myself,
1: and coming out victorious with that that win. Boots, uh, whenever we have someone on, uh, we always like our people who watch the show to get involved, so we get a number of questions for you, and man, they came raining down from social media uh, (laughs) once they knew we were going to have you on this show. Uh, This first question comes from Twitter. It says, how hard is it to get into a position of at least a title eliminator, let alone a title shot?
0: Uh, As, yeah, as you guys can see, it's very hard because, like like you said before, I'm a, a high-risk, low-reward, and I'm going to be the last option. Like, so it's definitely very hard, but at the end of the day, you just got to stay focused
1: and just wait patiently. Your time definitely will come. Uh, and we got a number of questions, it seems, Boots, about your management. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this one asked the question, uh, who do you want to sign with uh, when you're done with your current management, and will we eventually see you as a Al Heyman PBC fighter? Um,
0: I, I actually haven't ever even really thought about that. I just be focusing on training and bettering myself. And... So uh, I'm not sure. I I had to sit down with my pop and my team, and whatever deal come
1: comes, it comes. If the price is right, the deal is real. This one uh, asks, excluding yourself, who do you believe is the best 147 pounder? Um,
0: besides myself. Uh, I mean they all they are great fighters. Uh I, I'll say uh, uh I don't know. <laughs> I mean they are great fighters. You can't uh maybe Crawford or Yeah, Crawford and Spence. Like everybody that
1: got the belt, Crawford, Spence and Peggy are yeah. they the best. Do What's you think do you think that Arrow will be a different fighter? Uh since the, uh, since the accident?
0: Um, We're we going to have to see, but I I'm not sure. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he come back just as good or even better, but um, I'm not sure. Uh, hmm. Hopefully, like I said, hopefully things is all here 100% and we'll see, we'll see the same
1: Earl Spence or better Earl Spence. Uh, another one from Twitter, it says, who will be your toughest opponent stylistically at 147? um, stylistically,
0: uh, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Not sure. <laughs>
1: Pacquiao, you know, Pacquiao likes to dart in, dart out. A lot of movement. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, Errol's is more of a bigger guy. He's going to come at you. Now, he can box a little bit, but he'll come at you. Crawford can mm-hmm. move and switch and things of that nature it would seem yeah. like i know a lot of people always see when they watch manny they think stylistically he may he may give people problems
0: um i don't think stylistically he would uh like you said he jumps in and out. all you gotta do is time use your jab and time him when he jumped darting in and out and being fast like that and like I, i'm just as fast as he is if not faster i have great timing so he's gonna him running in and jumping in like that—that's like, me. Perfect for me, setting up my shots.
1: Yeah, uh, being a a young black man and considering everything that's going on in our society, what is that like for you? I mean, I know you're focused training on on fights and things of that nature, but also from a society standpoint, what is that like for you, especially as as young as you are, but seeing what's happening in our country?
0: Yeah, it's definitely, definitely, it's definitely crazy out here in uh it's not right but at the end of the day you just got everybody got to stay safe and uh do the right thing and
1: stay out the way mm. do do you see yourself maybe now because as you rise up the ranks do you see yourself being more vocal uh about some of the the issues that are going on around our country uh whether it in in your ring walk whether it's something on your shorts do you see yourself using your platform more yeah, I definitely feel like I need to be more vocal
0: about stuff like this. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like I should yeah, be more vocal and stuff like that. Um, it's, I'm still young, so I really don't know too much, but yeah. I guess, as from what I see, it's, it's not, it, none of this stuff is right. And, and at the end of the day, we, they, it's justice need to be served.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, Boots this. We've come to the last uh segment of this show. We call it the last stand. I'm gonna ask you a series of questions, Boots. I want the first thing, not the second, but the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yes, <laughs> all right. Right now in boxing, who's the best fighter out of Philadelphia? Me, Jerome Boots. Oh. <laughs> I love that. I know Danny Garcia and Cool Boy Steph, they're going to turn their lips when they see this. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> best fe- best fighter to ever come out of Philadelphia, Boots, is who? Uh, Joe Frazier. Okay, there you go. I like it. Uh, how did you get the nickname Boots? Uh.
0: When I was little, my real nickname was supposed to be Boots, B-O-O-P-S. My mom gave me that name, but then when I was in, when I was younger and I was going to the gym and stuff, and everybody thought my dad was saying Boots, like the shoes. So we just changed it ever since, and they've been Boots forever. <laughs> <laughs> I love,
1: and, and the funny thing is, no one calls you Jaron. Right, yeah, no one calls. <laughs> even even when I was in
0: school, like some of the teachers was calling me, calling me, calling me Boots. Like it was weird, like. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs>
1: uh, did you ever get any flack for your nickname because of Dora the Explorer? Uh, of course, all the time.
0: <laughs> all the time. Hey, yo, that's Boots Up Dora. No,
1: no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last question for you. Geron Boots Ennis will be the welterweight champion of the world by when? By the end of 2021. I love it. Jerome Boots Ennis. I love it, man. I appreciate the time, young man. And, hey, best of luck in that fight. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Look, that's what we do here on The Last End. We bring you some of the biggest names in sports and entertainment. And Jerome Boots is is going to be one of the biggest names in the sport of boxing. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week.